All right, good morning, everybody. Uh, I want to welcome you all to another wonderful edition of uh, Monday Team Mental Fitness. And today, our topic is um, affluence, affluence, and influence. All right, and my name remains Stephen Awem. So, in some few minutes, I would just like to take you through this wonderful topic. And to start with, let's check this quote by Jack Welsh. He says, before you are a leader, success is about growing yourself. When you become a leader, success is all about growing others. Um, the essence of our Monday team mental fitness is to uh, encourage every one of us that we are born leaders. And then at every place we find ourselves at any time T, we should be able to influence you know, whatever set of people we meet on our way. Even at our place of assignment, you know, wherever we find ourselves, you know, the aim of this training is to encourage us to lead well and to lead right. All right. Um, before you start leading, actually, you know, I mean, when you were born, you know, you were not leading actually when you were born, right? It takes a while before, you know, you are being given tasks where you can, you know, be told to lead a certain set of people, you know. But we do say that everyone is born with a leadership, you know, spirit, you know. Everyone has that leadership spirit inherent in them. But, you know, it may not come out until you are being given that opportunity, you know, to lead a set of people. And so until the time you start leading, all right, success is all about growing yourself. You know, so uh, a, a number of people would say you lead yourself first before you lead others. You know, so when it's all about you, you are thinking about yourself, you are growing yourself. You know, when you are not yet uh, given that opportunity, when you don't have the opportunity to lead a set of people yet, all you think about is growing yourself. You know, but when you now have the opportunity to lead a set of people, you know, your responsibility becomes growing Others. And that is what Jack, uh, Jack Welsh is trying to say here, you know, that success yeah, is about growing yourself. But when you become a leader, it's about growing others. And we'll be uh, link, linking this topic today with, you know, what we have here in our quotes. So opening quotes, definition of terms. Let me let me take that off. Let me let me let me define the terms we have. We have affluence, we have affluence and we have influence. Affluence refers to an abundance of wealth, prosperity, or material possessions within a person, community, or society. And the word affluence means the process of flowing out. Influence, on the other hand, means a capacity or power to affect the thoughts, the behavior, or character of individuals, groups, or the course of events. If you look at the, these, these stems, they have um, a Latin word origin which is known as flare, all right? Okay. It's, it's known as flare, and that means to flow out. The word flare means to flow out. So what makes each and every one of them different is the fact that they have different suffixes, or uh, sorry, prefixes. AF, affluence, you see that they all have fluence, 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 right? One talks about abundance, flow of wealth, all right? The affluence itself talks about the process of flowing out. So. In industries, when people talk about discharge, when you talk about waste, they use the word effluence. Sometimes, you know, the so this is the noun. When you see the 
verb, uh, the, the, what's it called? The adjective part, effluence. Effluence means discharge or waste, you know. So, but because of this training, I'm limiting the meaning, you know, to this, you know, just to make it uh, sip, sink. So, the, the, the meaning of the word effluence here is the process of flowing out. And then influ influence itself refers to the capacity or power of an individual to affect the thoughts, the behavior, the character of other individuals, of other groups, you know, or the, on the course of events. All right, so let me talk about um, the link between the topic we're having today. So we're talking about influence in between affluence and what? And influence. All right, what I want to establish today is that in one way or the other, we are all blessed. All right, we are all blessed with wealth of different things. You know, when people talk about affluence, really, they talk about wealth of people. I mean, in terms of money, their riches and all of that. You know, but I want to limit that as well to the fact that we all were born, you know, or are born with gifts. We all are born with talent, you know, and God has given us a place of, you know, for each and every one of us to do, to impact, you know, our world. So in that sense, I'm talking about the wealth God has given to us, you know, from creation. All right, I'm talking about influence as well. That whatever God has given to you, you want to give it out to people. You know, through the word effluent, you want to flow it out to people. You want to ensure that you are blessing whoever you meet, whatever God has given to you. So, and that's why we're talking about affluence, effluence, and influence. You know, so you are using whatever God has given to you to bless, you know, you know whoever you meet along the way. In your place of work, you know, any, 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 any place you find yourself at any time, see. And because of that, I want to talk about affluence and influence. Fact about affluence and influence. Number one is we are all born to be an influence. You know, and taking it back to when I was born, I, I realized that I started being getting influenced by my parents. You know, the first set of people I got to know, I grew up to meet, are my parents. And in one way or the other, they influenced me, you know, directly or indirectly. And so because of that, that process is a continuous cycle. So we as individuals as well, we are at every point in time influencing someone. You are touching lives in one way or the other. You are uh, affecting the character of somebody somewhere, somewhere, somehow, at every time. See, And in that way, we are all born to be an influence. Number two says, if you don't influence, you'll be influenced. All right. And what that is saying is that if you don't have the capability to affect lives, definitely whether you like it or not, you'll be affected, all right? So at every point in time as well, we are all thinking about how to be of advantage, how to flow out what we have, how to give it to people and bless them, you know, in a very tangible way. Number three says, if you succeed in any area of life, it makes you influential. You know, one of the things I wanted to link with this, you know, topic, but I know it's going to take a lot of time, is the fact that we, know, we all know that we talk about influencers, you know, I think influencer uh, marketing came came around in in early 90s, you know, or in the early years, in the early 90s, you know, where we had people like um, Michael Jordan because of the fact that he had excelled so well in their field, in his field of basketball, you know, being put on advertisements because they know that when people like that, because they have so excelled in their area of in, in their area of uh, gifting, when they talk to people, you know. They are, they are, there's a way that they sell out a brand, you know, to a certain set of people. And because of that, those people would want to, you know, patronize, you know, the brand. 
you know, so influencer marketing came around, I think, the early 90s, you know, where uh, the market or the, the people realized at that point in time that if you bring people on board that have great value, people that have excelled in their area of, you know, in their area of uh, gifting to, to advertise your brand, it entices people to want to buy, you know, so from, from them. So if at any point in time you are thinking about succeeding in any area, definitely you know that, you know, influence will come at a particular point in time. I mean, influence at another level. Don't forget, we talked about influence when you are still young, you know, when you are coming up, when you are growing up as well, you know. But when you now have a particular area where you have excelled in, what happens is that it makes you very, very influential. Number four is that if you are a failure, no one listens to you, you know. And the level of influence we want to talk about is influencing on the very, I mean, on a very high level. Influencing at a level where you have so excelled in and then people want to listen to you. But if you are that kind of person that you have so failed, nobody wants to listen to a failure. Everybody wants to listen to someone that has succeeded. So someone that has failed can never have influence. Where do people have influence? You know, you know, because of the fact that there is money. We all know in our Nigeria that if you have good money, you know, you can easily influence people. And it is the same around the world. You know, wealthy people naturally have influence, you know. The number six is don't try to be influential. Focus on being successful in an area of life. You know, when you are focusing on being successful in an area of life, naturally you become very, very influential. Number seven is the system of the head respects success and those that have influence. And number eight is the more wisdom you have, the more wealth you accumulate. So I've just put about this fact about influence and affluence. Let's go to the next one which is a defining quote. Every opportunity, every influence and affluence you possess could not have been for you alone, but to act as a platform to impact your generation. This was stated by Sunday Adelaja. You know, so the whole idea of this training, where I'm taking it to eventually, is that, you know, like I said from the beginning, we all are wealthy in one way or the other. You know, and the essence of our wealth is to, is to flow it out, you know, to people and then become influential so every opportunity we have every influence we gather every affluence we have every riches and wealth we have it is not just for you alone it is for you to impact you know your generation and so how can you lead to impact your generation i'll talk about seven different things you know for you to impact you know your generation and the first one is be credible all right be credible there are four elements to establish your credibility and that is integrity, intent, capabilities, and your results. You know, we're talking about uh, integrity just this morning. You know, you are a man of integrity when what you say is what you do. You are a man of in integrity when you walk your talk. You are a man of integrity when at any time, T, you are not somewhere, people can speak for you that this is who you represent. You know, so for you to really lead, you know, or to, 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 to gain a great impact in your generation, you have to be credible with, you know, through your integrity. Another one is that your intent at every time team must be clearly stated. When you are talking to people, you know, you shouldn't be vague at any time. Too. When people hear you, let them understand the motive for which you want to do anything. As well, your capabilities. You know, when your skills are so well sharpened to the extent that you excel at whatever you do, you know, it increases your credibility. And at the same time, results. Nobody argues, you know, with results. 
when you have results what it does is that it makes you very credible and indirectly or directly it makes you very influential you know the number two thing is for you to lead impact in a generation that we are in you know you have to engage others and build connection you know you have to seek to understand the needs of people you know you have to motivate people and you have to value others leadership is not a solo act you know uh, we, are, we are talking about building your leadership skill you know with our monday team mental fitness and we are saying that one of the ways by which you can lead an impact in a generation like ours is to ensure that you engage people and you build connection with them you know try to always focus on the needs of people not just on the needs of yourself alone try to motivate people you know to become better try to understand the values of others and communicate you know to people in their values leadership is not just you know a solo it's not something you do alone you cannot lead alone at bond you cannot have the ceo doing everything alone you cannot have the co-founder doing everything alone you can't have the directors doing everything alone so there has to be a connection with a set of people that have core values you know that can help you drive your vision to the next level we are talking about having you know your affluence in a way that it impacts in a way that it becomes you know a vital tool for influence number three is that clarify expectations and practice accountability you know as a leader at every time t you must be able to delineate expectations define results and clearly communicate it to others and then hold yourself and others accountable to the expectations you know one of the things that leaders some leaders do is that yeah they, they explain their expectations you know but the part of practicing accountability is off it you know so as a leader at every time t that you want to impact a generation you know what you need to always do at every time is that you explain your expectations and at the same time define the results you are expecting and be a part of it you know don't just be a leader that says it you know and doesn't do it be a part of it you are not just leading you know because um you want to make your life better alone but you are leading as well to impact you know your generation you know so at every time clarify expectation practice accountability the fourth one is that as a leader you must always share your passion if a leader displays no action for a cause why should others care about it passion produces energy and it ignites people so if you really want to lead impact in a generation at every time see you must always make your passion you know uh known to people you know when you see leaders that have the passion for their job what it does to people is that the people want to follow after that leader to help that such a leader to achieve you know their results i think uh, on sunday we we're still having a conversation around you know um influencing in a very different way you know we are we're in a world where a lot of things have gone wrong you know a lot of things are happening you know that never used to happen so we are we are called to start leading in a way you know that is entirely different you want to make people you know start achieving goals not just because they want to better themselves but because they want to better the environment you know you want to you want to pick up a leadership role not because you want to make yourself better not because you want to make money you know into your pocket because well, because you're thinking of you know uh the collective well-being of of people so at every time see when you see a leader that has this passion 
you know, for his or his, his or her thing, you know, that she wants to achieve, what it does to people is that people want to follow after such leader. Number five is that someone that wants to be influential, that wants to lead an impact in a generation, must him or herself be open to what? To influence. Influence should be reciprocal. Be willing to listen to others' ideas, invite and consider alternative viewpoints. You know, another thing that, you know, we can rightly do, you know, in order to become influential and lead impact in our generation is to be open to influence ourselves. You know, don't make it look like you know everything. Don't make it look like, you know, because you are leading a team, you are the best in that team. You know, at every time, see, be willing to listen to people, you know, get ideas, invite people to understand, you know, what is running through their minds. Consider alternative viewpoints. Listen, put it together. You know, that way you are influencing and you are getting influence. Number six, tap into your greatest source of influence. For you to lead impact in your generation and become very influential and lead in a very different way, tap into your own greatest source of influence. You make the great, you make the most impact in your world through your work, through your gifting. So make sure you discover, make sure you refine, and make sure you deploy your gifts. You know, so but going back to you know the beginning where we defined affluence, and I said that you know we have a world of things, you know, and there's a particular time where we get to start leading people officially. At that point, why not pick someone up and start mentoring? You know, a lot of us, if I ask questions now, that are you mentoring? I don't know so much yet. That's a lie. You know something, you know. Going back to affluence as well, we are wealthy in a particular area. You know, God has given everybody equally. Nobody doesn't have areas where they are being wealthy. So go back, refresh, and look at what you are so good at and start teaching somebody in that area. And that is the essence of being a mentor. When you are doing that, you are helping another person become, you know, better, you know, and you are leading impact in your generation. We can start mentoring at age five, at age 10, at age 15. Okay, and I'll say that, why did I say age five? I can remember when my younger sister was in, you know, in primary school, and she was so good at writing stories, right? And I realized that she would write stories for her friend and they would come around. She would write stories, she would come around. And because of that too, her friend started trying, you know, to write stories. What happened? She has given, passed on that gift that she has, that gift of writing, you know, to her other colleagues. And in a way, she has what? Mentored them to become, you know, better. So you need to look back and check within yourself that what am I very good at, you know, and then you can start mentoring in such areas so closing quote is that leadership is not a matter of authority it is a matter of influence a true leader teaches others to understand more motivates them to be more and inspires them to be more you know the whole idea of affluence effluence and if influence is that you are wealthy in an area you know it doesn't have to be money alone now you are wealthy in different areas that the creator has blessed you with and what you need to do with it is to flow it out you know and influence people with that thing that you have been blessed with and you realize that it is not about authority when you are influencing people it is about you thinking of how to make others understand more how to you know motivate them to become more and then how to inspire them to become more so i want to encourage everyone you know with this training that um look within yourself there is something you have 
you know, that you can give to others. It's a generation that needs, you know, a lot of repair. And it starts with you, it starts with myself. Think about what you can give to the, you know, to, to the people around you. Start mentoring in whatever way you can. Start leading in whatever way you can. Think about people, think about how to make them better. And very soon, our world will become a better place. Thank you for joining me today. Uh, should you have comments, you have suggestions, you have questions, please do well to drop it in our chat box. Thank you and see you some other time.